You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exactly. Okay, guys. Okie dokie. Um, we know Patrick Mahomes will be playing in the Super Bowl. So if you could have just one other player back healthy, who are you going with? Oh, man. All the wide receivers are hurt. <laughs> Everyone. So I think I'm supposed to choose that, right? Like Tony and Juju. My quick answer, my quick thought was Sneed. Got to be Sneed. And then I was like, okay, so then I'm just like, I'm not guaranteeing any wide receiver comes back. I'll go with Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, might seem like uh, I'm grasping at straws there a little bit, especially considering Patrick Mahomes just put up 326 yards and two touchdowns without any wide receivers. But I'm, I'm going to take Juju Smith-Schuster against Philly. I think weapons are going to be really important. And as much as I want, you know, somebody to guard A.J. Brown and LeJarrius Need, and I do, the Chiefs corners and the Chiefs rookie corners have done a really good job when asked to step up to the plate. So if you're only guaranteeing me one healthy player, I really think I want to go Juju because the the depth is what saved them in the end of this game, but the depth throughout the game is what kept them alive for a little bit. Like Juju and McColl kept trying and Tony, right? Like the Chiefs obviously had a plan that if we threw all of our weapons at you, you were going to have a problem. And they moved the ball easier earlier in the game and they weren't having to throw to guys like Marcus Kemp. And so as much as like 13 personnel and Jody Fortson and Noah Gray and Travis Kelsey all lined up on the field together is fun for a couple of snaps. I'd rather they'd have varied options. I, I think I would go Juju, even though Sneed would be very close. Well, the one thing that I feel like I learned in that game, or Cincinnati, and again, maybe it shouldn't have taken me all season to to figure this out, is it, it like literally doesn't matter who the receivers are. We say that as a cathedral I know, it's wild. for Mahomes. That was the best example of us learning. No, 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 we say it, but we actually mean it. It doesn't matter what receivers he has. It can be MVS, Sky Moore and Marcus Kemp, and he is still going to throw for 300 plus and outplay the other team's quarterback who has two and a half number one receivers on his team. So I don't, I'm not even looking on offense. To me, it's defense. And I think uh, LeJarius needs the easy answer, but I'm actually going to go with Willie Gay Jr. Oh, going to go linebacker. Listen, I think from an athleticism standpoint, we saw, sorry, Caleb, plug your ears, earmuffs here. We saw what happens when Nick Bolton gets in space <gasps> against a superior athlete. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, Nick Bolton's great uh, at the line of scrimmage. He is a tackling machine. When he gets his hands on you, he's taking you to the ground. But what Willie Gay does is a perfect sort of tick for, uh, you know, ying to Bolton's yang, which is he is great in space. He is a great athlete. It, lateral quickness, sideline to sideline. You need that against the Eagles. Have you guys seen Jalen Hurts? It's kind of shifty, kind of hard to bring down. Uh, this is the best running game in the NFL in Philadelphia, and you cannot afford to be shorthanded at the linebacker spot against a team that runs the ball as often and as well as Philadelphia does. Nick, just real quick, is this your answer to this, an overreaction, 
because Nick Bolton had his ankles broken by Joe Burrow. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> exactly why I'm bringing this up. If that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have even went to Willie Gay. You're just like, dude, oh, it hurt. It hurts a while. I was like, Nick, no, man. Not Joe. Don't let Joe break you down. That's no good. Nick, do you root for Nick or against Nick Bolton? I root for him. Of course I do. He's a chief. I once you once you remember the chief, I don't care where you came from. That's two things. Yeah, you know, I support all Knicks. And I don't care where you came from. Once you're once you're uh, you know part of Chiefs Kingdom, that's all that matters. But I gotta be honest, I don't think there's a single Cody in the NFL anymore. Cody Parkey (laughs) had a short run, but it did not work out well for him. No, not a super athletic name. Not, you know, present company. <laughs> what do you mean? I think Cody Rhodes might have been like a WWE wrestler over the weekend. So that, that co- that's probably a made up name, by the way. He probably has like a regular, like a much, his, his real name's like Thunder. And he was like, you know, I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm going to choose a, like a name that doesn't sound like I'd be a badass and choose that instead. But don't you, but I mean, okay, even with, even with, you know, Nick Bolton being out there, like knowing it's the Eagles, like you need the tackling, and and that's one of the areas where the Chiefs shine. We haven't even talked about this since the game ended. The Chiefs were so incredible bringing ball carriers to the ground, and that's what you have to do against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is the best in the NFL, a wide receiver with the ball in his hands, making a guy miss. And the Chiefs did not let him run free. It was it was so great watching them bring guys to the ground. Gonna need to do it against Philadelphia as well. They have this guy named Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. And A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they're all really, really good in the open field. You can't afford to be shorthanded at the linebacker spot. I know we've avoided some of the refereeing conversation, but why did Jamar Chase on Twitter get hung up on the third and nine thing? The Chiefs gained like three yards and punted it back to them. That ended up, as weird as that call was, that ended up being the most inconsequential of all of the refereeing stuff in the entire game. The Chiefs got like two more yards and then punted the ball like 30 (laughs) seconds later. It didn't matter. None of it mattered other than it took you a half a second to get the ball back. They had the ball three more times, I think, after that. Because as much as we talked, this was another part of the game. Like I rewatched part of it like on the condensed version, right? We like watched the game in like 45 minutes. Cody Um, stayed up all night rewatching. I remembered remembered that we were talking about, uh, I couldn't go to bed. (laughs) Uh, I remember we were talking about the Chiefs bungling of the first half two-minute drill. Go back and watch how badly Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow screwed up the final two minutes of this game that allowed the Chiefs to win it. They bombed it. Horrid effort. Just giving Kansas City a chance to get back in that game. You punted it back to them? They 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 were calling time. They're stopping the clock. They couldn't, you know, like everything. Just making mistake after mistake to give Kansas City the ball back. They screwed up the end of the game time. Cincinnati did. If... Not to get too far off track here. If we do get points off that third and nine somehow, does that become a huge deal then? Uh, Yeah, I think nationally, yes. Here, no. Because technically the guy waved it off. You can see in the video he's doing this. And then he backs up like he like Homer Simpsons into the hedges like, oh, no, they're going to run this play. <laughs> but then they got together and he was like, look, I was, I was trying to blow a dead. And you're like, OK, well, I guess it's a dead play. By rule, again, it's not wrong. They look stupid, but it's like. But if they score a touchdown there, that would be maybe the single biggest talking point out of the entire game if Cincinnati had lost. Not for us. Yeah. Not in Kansas City because we're the winners. We don't have to worry about what uh, you know the refs did. We don't have to use that card. But everywhere else, it's probably one of the bigger talks. I'm thankful we didn't score there, to be honest. Me too. Yeah. Okay, going back to the injury question. None of these are like 
serious injuries that we know of yet, right? They're just all uh, minor things. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would worry about McColl because he had the pelvis injury and now he has it again. Yeah. They kept him out half a season. Tony's was an ankle and he's missed time this year, but we don't really have an update yet on how they are. Well, I mean, the concussions are always sort of nebulous too. They're tough. For Jerry's, mm-hmm. you, know, you have no idea how he's going to do in the testing. The extra week obviously helps with all these guys, but the concussion is one thing that there's no guarantee that he's going to be ready to go by Super Bowl. I would love to see a healthy Juju. Did you guys see all of the stuff post game? He was just loving every minute of it, relishing. I mean, everyone was, but I'm. it's so cool to see him on a team that is actually getting there. I want him to take, uh, I want him to like this so much that he's like, you know what? I'll stay here for a nice team friendly discount. Even though I'm the best wide receiver on the free agent market, this seems neat here. You guys just do this all the time. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is it, man. Every year we just kind of like, we do the AFC title game thing. And like, like 60% of the time, we just do the Super Bowl thing too. If you're interested, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no big deal. But you know, if you, if you want to stay happy to have you. It's a great pitch. I like that. I like the idea that Brett Feach would talk to him that way. <laughs> like it's just so nonchalant. Like it's just no big deal. What he's describing, by the way, I hope they paid out Juju. Did you see that was one of Juju Smith Schuster had all these incentives written into his contract. One of them was that if they go to the Super Bowl, he got a million dollars, but he uh, only got the million dollars. If he played 60% of the snaps in the AFC title game of which he did not. Shut so it's up. like, Oh my God. You just got to pay him to try to make him stay. Nope. Here's your money. Nope. Nope. Deal's a deal, man. That's why. Hey, that's why you put oh it in the contract. Oh my God. That's why you, you, lose it. It. you play the whole damn year. Dude. I'm they're, they're, That's tough. I'm just, I'm just saying like, if you do that, if you pay Juju, every single guy that comes along with uh, an incentive in his contract that for whatever reason he doesn't hit because of an injury or missed time or, or some sort of something weird happens, they're going to be like, well, you paid his. So why even put the, why even put the stipulations in the contract? Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Doom and gloom here, but you don't just pay out deals. So you like in the NFL, sometimes, sometimes they do. It's not totally uncommon practice to pay out a deal because they're close on the incentive, but probably not a million bucks. It's not totally uncommon. It's really not unheard of. What about 500 K half? Yeah. They're they're going to do it halfway. Are they going to do it for a guy who's going to go sign a $40 million contract in the off season? (laughs) Right. Marcus can hit his in. Yeah. yeah, Right. They may do it for a guy making the vet minimum. They're not going to do it for a guy who's going to (laughs) go sign a massive contract in the off season. Yeah. This is true. Okay. Back to Mahomes, who got more legacy points, earning him his third Super Bowl trip. Guys, is he the the most talented quarterback in NFL history? Mm, Are we we going there yet? um, Okay, so he's not the most accomplished. We know that. That's Tom Brady. Most talented? Absolutely. He is the single most impressive quarterback I've ever watched play football. I understand that I'm not 60 or 70, and there are people who have watched, I don't know, Bart Starr or whatever, blow their socks off. By the way, Cody, can you imagine, like, the take that... Bart Starr was better? Yeah, like, Bart Starr is better than Patrick Mahomes. Like, Bart Starr would be... NFL MVP this year if he were playing or the Patrick Mahomes it wouldn't have worked like his yeah. style of play it wouldn't have worked back you in know. the 70s they're tougher then they would have they would have <laughs> get out of here look but I I'm telling you I've watched like I grew up in the Peyton Manning and Tom Brady era we have watched you know Dan Marino was one of my favorite players growing up like I remember a lot of crazy Aaron Rodgers I could have made this argument for Aaron Rodgers there's a ton of crazy talented quarterbacks 
over the course of NFL history and probably more athletic ones from a pure rushing standpoint. But nobody has ever done on the field what he does. It's evident in the results, too, by the way. The two MVPs, maybe two Super Bowls by the time of the end of this season is, all the statistical advantages, two 5,000-yard seasons. Like, it's hard to imagine. that. Like, he's now played in more Super Bowls than Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers combined. But it's just the talent. Like, if I just take out the accomplishment stuff, I don't know that I've ever seen a player stand out from a talent perspective than him. He does it from every single arm angle. He's got a cannon. He can make every throw. He does make every throw. He does extraordinary things. He has a sense of the game that I've never seen out of a quarterback. He does things or sees things that like people describe into me in like prodigy or prodigies, right? Like if you're a uh, Magnus Carlson, who I think is the world's number, I think that's his name, the number one chess player. We'll see if I get that right. But he is like, they describe him and they're like, well, he thinks of stuff that I would never even have thought of. And there, they're a chess grandmaster. He's like, I, I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. That's to me how Mahomes plays quarterback different than anyone else I've ever seen play it at a higher talent level than I've ever seen it played. Yeah, I think before Mahomes came along, my answer to this question would have been Aaron Rodgers. I would have told you that Aaron Rodgers, despite the fact that he only had one Super Bowl ring, he is the most gifted quarterback that I'd ever seen. And this is when you kind of get into the semantics game when you start talking quarterbacks. Like, we all know that Tom Brady is the GOAT, but you want to put caveats on it and say, well, he's the most accomplished, right? He was playing with great defenses the whole time. He was playing with maybe the best head coach of all time. So we sort of massage the argument to fit other guys in. Peyton Manning statistically was always better than Tom Brady, despite the fact he didn't have the hardware. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers with his touchdown to interception ratio. But now what Mahomes is doing or on the cusp of doing is sort of transcending that conversation, which is no, no, no. I've got the talent like Manning and Rodgers, but now I'm playing in my third Super Bowl, uh, which by the way, is the exact same amount of Super Bowls that Peyton Manning played in in his entire career. You're talking about Peyton Manning, not just like a nice little quarterback, not like we're not talking Drew Brees here. We're talking Peyton Manning, a top three quarterback, maybe top two quarterback in NFL history. Aaron Rodgers has played in one Super Bowl, one. So even though we want to judge every quarterback on the Brady scale, that's not it's not the way to do it because nobody's ever going to touch the consistency of getting to the Super Bowl and winning Super Bowls that Brady did. But if you compare Mahomes to literally any other quarterback, like he is already in the race for becoming one of the more decorated players of all time at that position, which is shocking. You know what, guy's 26 you know years old. But the wild thing about it, Nick, is that I, ref you know what, maybe this is, maybe it's too, you know, too hot of a take. I, I refuse to say that Mahomes has no chance to catch Brady. I agree. Brady Brady won three Super Bowls in his first five years. Patrick Mahomes has a chance to win two out of his first five years. He's not that far behind. By the time Tom Brady was in his first five seasons, he was 28 years old. He's 27. So, I mean, to me, it's like, it's not as crazy as we're making it sound. It's just because that's the part, Nick. It's not only does he have every skill imaginable. This is why he's so much better than Aaron Rodgers. He has more talent than Rodgers. He's just more physically gifted than Aaron Rodgers. He sees the field different than any quarterback, but he's also a winner. Like, it's both. That's why if Tom Brady, and Tom, by the way, one of his former teammates was quoted this week as saying, like, you know, Tom was, Tom was, like, beyond words when he got that one over Mahomes because he was like, that was the, like, he was three years into the league and he was like, that guy can get me. 
Like, even Tom was like, damn, that guy can get me. That's t-. like, I don't think that about anyone else. I'll never <laughs> think that about anyone else. But that dude, oh, like, because if you watch him, that's how you should feel. Like Tom Brady with seven Super Bowl rings, the most accomplished quarterback in NFL history, should never for even one half of one second sit in his living room at night, drinking a brandy or whatever the hell he drinks, and think to himself, what if that guy gets me? And in this case, I actually think it's reasonable. Because even if it crosses his mind for half a second, he's like, man, can that guy get me? And he's like, no, no, I don't think so. So he thought about it. They thought about it for a second, Nick, because he's still doing things that other quarterbacks just don't do. Tom Brady racked up all of his Super Bowl wins in his 30s. Big chunk of them were in his 30s. So there's plenty of time still left here for Mahomes. I, mean, I think I did. You guys. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> it's just the, the second I was like, well, we got to stop comparing Mahomes to Brady. And you guys are like, well, let's not. Oh, I'm not willing to go that far. Yet. Not rule it out quite yet. <laughs> I think I think Mahomes is 100% capable of passing him in every category. It's just the ring thing. I would love to see it happen, but that's just so hard to do. But if he finishes I, every statistical, happen, I fully believe it can. But it, but there'll be a this will be the Jordan Lebron argument, I'm sure. But if he finishes his career with every statistical category, which he will, right? He'll finish yeah. he'll, most touchdowns, most yards, most like all the things that he'll surpass uh, Tom Brady in, just as long as he plays long enough. But he'll 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 pass so many of those statistics, and he'll match him in that. If he has five Super Bowl rings versus seven, are we really gonna say like we're not even gonna have a conversation? Because if five would put him at the second most of all time. I know some of that will probably come down to like uh, MVPs of which Tom Brady had three or Super Bowl MVPs and Tom Brady had five, you know, like there's other things at play here, but I mean, I'm not saying we have to compare him to him right now, Nick. I think, I think it's fair to say, Hey, let's stop comparing to him right now. But I like, if you're just being like, Hey, we're never going to compare him to Tom Brady. Like, I don't want to say never. I'm not willing to have that conversation yet. I feel like this is the next Jordan LeBron debate. Honestly, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Because okay. I feel like we're dangerously close to stepping on my vibe check. Oh, okay. 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 I feel good about it today. Nick okay. is ready. Well, yeah. then let, why don't you go first then? 